Welcome to the After Credits Podcast, where we talk about the movies and the TV shows you love, even if we don't exactly love them. In this episode of the After Credits Podcast, we review Solo, a Star Wars story, and over Tough Parsex. Strap in and stay tuned. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, this is me, Rafi Rodas, your host for today. Joining me is... Uh, Nigel Aquino here. Franco D'Agelet. And RJ Silverio. So today we're going to review Solo, a Star Wars story, which is really very interesting. Even, you know, I found this movie really intriguing even before, um, even during its production because it became very controversial, yeah, especially among Star Wars fans. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure you, uh, you guys heard of these contro- uh, controversies surrounding the, the, uh, this movie, especially with regards to how fans didn't even want it in the first nobody place nobody asked for I, it I, and yet heard, they delivered yeah. Yeah. i heard they changed directors or something i know they yeah. changed directors three times yeah yeah oh, so wow. so Who? with that in mind how did it affect your watching this movie did you feel that it was going to be you know ah uh, this movie is going to suck oh, uh, well, or uh, in a edge yeah well yeah it honestly just because we got so much info about the production and all the troubles it went through uh honestly it was always kind of a it was always kind of a train wreck from the beginning from its inception up to now it's kind of been a train wreck because <laughs> um, uh, I think the f- the first the, the first director was uh, like Colin Trevorrow I think why does he sound familiar because he also direct he also directed oh wait what did what else did he direct he was, he, he was already an established director at that point but um, a, a, because he clashed with the with the producer, uh, the rumor has it he clashed especially with Kathleen Kennedy. Ooh. They decided to replace him Don't with uh, the big boss, the big K. <laughs> um, Don't get Don't get her mad. Yeah, Nigel. Yeah, yeah wait, Nige. I, I'm fr- I'm <laughs> trying to find the info because it, it, I can't. I, it's not off the top of my head. Uh, so it was Colin Trevorrow. I can't remember the second director they no, brought uh, in. It was oh, it's Phil Lord and Christopher Miller. Who were they? Um, the guys who directed um Lego Movie, the, oh. tw- the Twenty One Jump Street film. They oh, were, they, they were the first guys, right? I think they were the first guys. And then oh. they b- brought in to be axed by Kathleen Kennedy. Ooh. Oh, that is a missed opportunity right there. Yeah. Or as uh, Filipinos would say, sayang. <laughs> All right. You know, I even heard that that Wait. Disney moved the uh, Avengers Infinity War opening earlier. It was supposed to be May, but they moved it earlier to April so that you know it 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 could um, it won't be decimated by Infinity more. War. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and 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 so that Infinity War can profit a lot more. Um, mm. You know, I mean. Yeah. yeah. I, I, uh, basically, I I think they were they were actually um, anticipating the flop of Solo. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, it could be like I think it could be the opposite effect because like mm-hmm. we we just like in the last five weeks we just came from like Marvel's Infinity War mm. and then Deadpool. Yeah. And then uh, Star, Wars. Star Wars. Like three movies we sort of like really wanted to watch. Yeah. And then I think it was Deadpool that was supposed to. That like kind of inserted itself in from Fox Studios. Ah, uh, from yeah, from Fox, twenty first century Fox that made Deadpool. Like in between, uh, in between uh, Avengers and Star Wars. So, I think people are just a bit uh, movie fatigued right now. And oh. Yeah, that makes there sense. wasn't a lot yeah. of enthusiasm. True, true. Yeah. Like, uh, what do you guys think of like the revenue? 
uh, the lack of revenue? Is it like a backlash to episode eight? The criticisms, uh, the I mean, the lack of, of expectations, the bad marketing. I, I really just think it's it's just because nobody really wanted it. Nobody yeah. really asked for it. And I mean, okay, back to what Rafi asked, like what my expectation, what the our expectations were. I really just came in like, okay, you there was that turmoil that's been happening with production, and no, honestly, I really didn't care from the beginning when they announced that Solo was being made. Yeah, yeah, and then. I mean, of course, well, if, like, yeah. people won't really care for it, of course, anything they throw at us, any marketing stunt, it's just not going to work at all. I still think they should have done Kenobi. Yeah, Kenobi <laughs> yeah. would have done. Our Boba Fett would have been. Honestly, uh, I, would, I, would I would agree say. with that. But that's only because it's compounded by the fact that they lost a lot of goodwill, whether deservedly or not, by the way that they did episode 8. Because honestly, um, if episode 8 didn't happen and they put this out there, more people would have watched it because they want more Star Wars. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? So yeah. e- even if it, yeah. it wasn't something people wanted, it was still another venture into the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Okay. So they should, so you but, think they should have delayed 8? Honestly, I don't know. Like, because I feel like they felt like they had to do 8 in order to, to set it, up what they wanted their new direction to be. Yeah. You know what was also a... Uh, a bad signal was yeah. the the lack of participation from Harrison Ford in oh. the in the I don't know in the whole process of <laughs> hey, it. And hey, the, hey. Except for this one interview where he came in, yeah, and yeah, and uh, it was like giving words of like words of yeah. how much he he liked the performance, which, which of... meant Disney probably paid him a lot to do that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> actually, you could already see in that interview that he just walked in saying, "Hey, what's up? You're what are you doing in my seat?" Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, like the lack of uh, the lack of enthusiasm is there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, I think uh, uh, Lucasfilm itself with uh, Kathleen Kennedy starting to make a brand for herself. It's kind of like steering it in the wrong direction right now. Uh, okay, I'll be honest. Who's Kathleen Kennedy? Kathleen Kennedy is the successor to George Lucas. The big boss. Once Disney bought uh, Lucas Arts, uh, Lucas Films, uh, they installed Kathleen Kennedy, and then they made George Lucas uh, an ad- a quote unquote advisor, aka so that- he doesn't do much. Oh, so it's really um, most of the things that's been happening is Kathleen Kennedy's brain children. Yeah. Yeah, like ever more. since, ever since episode, uh, eight. Yeah, wait, but, wait, but wait, the, how about episode seven? Yeah, with seven. Oh, sorry, sorry, seven. With seven sorry. coming in, like with the casting of a female character, and the African American. Oh no, African British as a, as a as the two main characters for Star Wars minorities that have not been represented. African British, but has an American accent. Yeah. Wow. Well, uh, a, a bit more background on the Kathleen Kennedy. Honestly, her biggest, her she started to make her mark not with George Lucas but with Steven Spielberg. Really? Like she's been working with Spielberg since Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh wow! But yeah. like she kind of connections. Like she's she's she has a, had a very long and successful career as a, as a working in the production side of films, mm-hmm. especially with big budget films that Spielberg yeah. and. Oftentimes, because Spielberg and Lucas works together, also with films that Lucas works on, so, so she's she ha- she has a good relationship yeah. in that area. Of, but but of you think she's in like some sort of slump of sorts well, in her for, career? For me, the point I think is like she's a woman in charge, and she's making it obvious that there's a woman in charge. 
Where are you taking oh, this? Yeah. Or what what's, do you mean? What's by that? Like, what's ha- what are we trying to bring into this? It feels one? like you're bringing in an agenda yeah. where we oh. did not think we'll there we'll was talk one. About that. Yeah. After. <laughs> With that being said, let's yeah, place our lens to the meat of the matter, which is. The movie itself, solo. <laughs> we, we got a bit too political <laughs> with this. All right. So in this movie, um, it obviously chronicles the early adventures of a young Han. Yeah. Not, it's not yet solo at the beginning of the yeah, movie. It apparently, he's just Han. He's just Han. So first we see him on this planet with Daenerys Targaryen. <laughs> yeah. Amelia Clark. Yeah. Dragon Queen. No, forever Daenerys. <laughs> yes, yes, forever Daenerys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we, 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 this, this, this is our first... Um, uh, image of the young Han played by Alden. I can't pronounce. Yeah, I, I can't pronounce Aethan his last Reich. name. Aethan Reich. I don't know. I'm just okay. saying. Like he was a German or something. So, how did you guys think he drove the movie? He was pretty good, actually. Yeah. Like I liked him. Honestly, the, the he was playing someone who would eventually become Han Solo. Mm-hmm. The true, problem with true. that is yeah, he spends a significant part of the movie not being. The Han Solo that we know, because, because he has to grow into that. I like yeah, because he's na- very naive in this. Oh film. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like that it wasn't an impression, but I also like how he kept Han Solo's uh, Harrison Ford's finger pointing acting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like okay. it felt like a like an impression, right? Uh, some of the time. The, oh yeah, and there, yeah. there yeah. are moments where you actually catch the. Um, the intonation in his voice and how mm. Harrison Ford would speak as Han mm, Solo. Yeah. So it's like, oh, or is he trying to copy or is well, he trying his best to imitate? Yeah. yeah. And this cho- choreography and action sequences was very solo like, especially mm. when he. When he finally he brought out the blaster. Yeah, the DL 44. Oh, yeah. 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 His, his stance when he was mm. doing the blasting. It's, it's very Han Solo like. Yeah. Harrison Ford like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that little crouch with the little point to the arm. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. With the twisted yeah. hips. Yes. Twisted hips. Mm, yeah. Also, I, I also really like his. You can, you can also tell from his facial expressions that he loved flying. He loved driving. Yeah, yeah. And the first time he saw the millenn- actually not even just the Millennium Falcon, even just you know these what what do you call the land cruisers or something. The speeders. Uh, yes, yeah, speed, speeders. Sorry, sorry. Speeders. And speeders. Yeah, speeders. And like cruisers. Even <laughs> that's an actual car. It's <laughs> an actual car. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so uh, even when when he's just you know driving the speeders, you can tell he's so you know enthusiastic about yeah. about you know uh, driving, flying, yeah. and everything. And then when you get to the Millennium Falcon, what did you guys? Um, what are you guys' reactions to how he, you know, his his first meeting with. I see meeting because the the Falcon's almost a character in itself. Yeah. So how how did you feel that scene interplayed? My first thought was, that doesn't look like the Millennium Falcon. How are they gonna wreck it so that it looks like the Millennium Falcon? Oh yeah, Falcon? that front part. <laughs> it looks kinda, yeah, it kind of completes the and it's, co- it's so clean yeah, it's and clean. white and yeah. not covered in scorch marks. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, they're gonna wreck it so badly. <laughs> and then yeah, when they finally showed what that front, how that front part came out, it's like. Oh, oh, that's, that's an escape pod? Yeah, that's oh. an escape pod. They, they never replaced that? Yeah, that seems important. Yeah, that would have been, <laughs> been a very important part of a ship, actually. Why? Was Han always poor? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, uh, they they show a lot of lore behind the Millennium yeah. Falcon. Yeah. Why it's like a really fast ship. Not mm. just because it's it's physically fast, but because like... It has a really good navigational computer. The Nava mm. computer. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. right now with Star Wars, it's really 
with hyperspace jumping, you really just it's really how strong your computer is yeah. to navigate uh, across the stars. Because like there are certain routes you can take that everyone travels. Mm. But if mm-hmm. you're a, a million falcon with an advanced navigational computer, you can zig through a lot and take a lot of shortcuts. Yeah. And then yeah. that's sort of why, like when he said, I made the castle run in under twelve parsecs. That's uh, that 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 makes sense now because yeah. Yeah. in the original movie it seemed like it was a it was a unit of time, mm-hmm. but it's really a unit of distance. But yeah. it makes sense in this context because you can only take a specific route that's a certain amount of distance. Mm-hmm. But if you take a shortcut, it's technically less distance. Yeah. That's why it's 12 parsecs. 12 parsecs. <laughs> yeah. So, in other words, yeah, he just found a shortcut. Yeah. Instead of like, making it yeah. seem like mm. the thing was really fast. An incredibly dangerous shortcut filled yeah. with apparently Cthulhu. And, but no, and like two shortcut. crashing planets. That's, that's the Purgle. What? The what? The what? Purgle. No idea what that is. The Purgle are, uh, are creatures introduced in uh, Star Wars Rebels. Mm. Oh, really? They, oh, okay. They are uh, basically flying whales. That can. Oh, that uh, looks like a giant squid. Yeah, flying whale squids that can uh, that can go through hyperspace. Uh, the that sounds like the they, scariest. They, it looked like the scariest thing ever. Yeah, it's. Uh, weren't they a bit peaceful looking? Yes, which is why in a in a rated G Disney cartoon <laughs> they kind of switched it up for a PG version. Are you sure it was really virtual no, or some there, kind of uh, other it's, form? It's only the pergola that can uh, go through hyperspace loops. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but that wasn't really a hyperspace loop. It was just a maelstrom. Yeah, but it's in, it was, in, I think it's it's in deep space. space. Yeah, there's the oh, only okay. creatures that are known for it. And it's, mm. I'm kind of surprised what happened. Maybe we'll find out why. Maybe this Purgle was kind of a dick. No, but actually yeah, this like is before... just wants to chill in the storm. This is before Star Wars Rebels came out. So, mm-hmm. the so are you talking are, about Clone Wars? No, no, Rebels. No, but you said the, before. Before Rebels. Yeah, you said before Rebels. Sorry, sorry, but yeah, th- this the per the uh-huh. pergola we see are before rebels. So like they were, oh. they're they're mean in mm. in this movie, but they're friendly in the cartoon they might show have that happens after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. they I might have it. been friendly. You know, I mean, if that's that's really interesting. I mean, mm. in terms of continuity, yeah. I, I know I know uh, 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 Lucas Arts has has a, has a team. Um, Whose job is to centrally focus mm. on lore and continuity? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, if 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 that thing really is a pergol, yeah, pergol, yeah, yeah. It, that's 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 a really interesting aspect. That's a real connection. Yeah. Yeah. I still uh, wish they could do something about the legends, <laughs> but we were veering away anyway. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so, so more about the movie. Yeah. Um, so let's let's talk about the the actual you know the journey of Solo, mm. right? So he has lots of interactions with his movie. One of which is his um, love interest, Daenerys Targaryen. Yeah, what Daenerys. We, we, no, 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 Daenerys. Let's call it Daenerys. So in the start, they have this like Bonnie and Clyde act. Yeah, right. Yeah. Bonnie and Clyde mm-hmm. act, and then growing up on the hard streets of Corellia. Yep, yep, yep. And then they split apart for three years. For three years. For three years. He's, he he managed to get out, but um, had, couldn't get find his way back because of. Re- uh, because he because he's, he was never able to get enough money together right uh, he, he tra- and he also got demoted of sorts he, he, he was, got kicked out of he was got kicked out of he was being trained in the Imperial Academy got kicked out for being a wise ass and it was stuck being a, a trooper in the Imperial Infantry yeah mm-hmm. so so th- th- that also is building his you know his character again and all, um, uh, also I, I like how he got introduced to his lifelong friend 
uh, Chewbacca. Chewy, 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 Chewy. What did you guys think? This How? was this was the first time I've ever saw Han Solo, his character, speaking in Wookie. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah it's like, Wow, so he could actually speak Wookiee. He just chooses not to. Yeah, just chooses not yeah. to. All yeah. right, cool. Well, yeah, I guess. It's like it's more like if you if you like knew bad French and was talking to a French person who understood yeah. English, mm. you would choose to speak in English because you're more comfortable in English. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah. yeah I like at least they you know, like, still got that dynamic. At least they have subtitles. Oh, that's so the first time they have Wookiee subtitles, huh? Yeah. They should have it always on. Imagine what, what Chewbacca would have said in the first form <laughs> film. It's, it's always Harrison in. Ford going, okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't like that plan, but okay. Sometimes I I'm repeating what you say so that the audience knows what you said. Yeah, it's, like yeah. I am, yeah. it's like I am Groot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess so. When you think about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, an edge. So that's where he, uh, while he is on the muddy battlefield, yeah. he meets up with apparently... A, very, a new character to the Star Wars lore, his mentor. Woody Harrelson. <laughs> what was his name in the... Uh, Beckett. Travis Beckett. 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 Uh, yeah, Tobias yeah. Beckett. Tobias, Tobias, Tobias Beckett. Beckett. What did you think of his character? He was cool. Yeah? He, was, he was like the Han Solo of this movie mm-hmm. while it wasn't Han Solo. That's yeah. interesting. I was actually thinking like the first part where he was introduced like his gunslinging moves like Mm, is this really where he's gonna learn? That was from? Han Solo, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and you know what? Uh, do you remember the monkey? The, oh the monkey yeah, yeah. Ar- he was arm. actually voiced by John Favreau. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, look it up. Nice. John Favreau. John Favreau. I think he sounded familiar. But, yeah. but that cast was pretty good. It was like, I, overall. It reminded it me of like the Suicide Squad. Yeah. 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 Well, well, like how they I mean, they squad. got Ocean's Eleven, maybe. Ocean's, Ocean's Eleven. Eleven. Ocean's Eleven. Kinda. Yeah. 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 Uh, heist, I was, I, yeah, I was actually the first yeah. I was expecting those characters to stay for quite a while, especially with like Sandy Newton as one of the mm-hmm. actresses there. And well, she, I don't know how big she still is now, but I remember she's back. She's busy with Westworld. <laughs> yeah, but you know that's still like she she's a high profile actress. I was thinking mm, maybe she has a big role in this. Nope. Mm. nope, nope, nope. Yeah, right. And uh, a a very interesting dynamic that's very central to the story is, um, Kira's uh, allegiance. Yeah. Who is she? You know, who who is she with? Okay. Is she with Vision? Well, is she with wait, Vision? Let's, let's, Vision. <laughs> let's uh, <laughs> let's disclose that this is going to be a spoiler podcast. Oh, okay. We haven't I, talked any spoilers yet. Haven't so. we? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah. So spoilers on. Spoilers yeah. on. Yeah. All right, spoilers on. So, we're going... Where do, where do we start? <laughs> I thought... She's with Vision. <laughs> She's with Vision. Daenerys is with Vision. Uh, She's uh, with... Uh, okay, without just, just saying words. <laughs> All right, so, um, Han, Han goes on the job with Tom, Tobias Beckett. Uh, however, the job goes awry, and most of it, the, his crew is killed, and he now has to report back to his boss, played by Paul Bettany. His mm-hmm. name is a little hard to remember now. Dryden. 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 Is Jarvis. it Dryden or Dryphen? Dryden Voss. Dryden Voss. Oh, I thought it was Dryphen. He was the uh, voice of Jarvis, right? Yep. He, and Vision. He, and he, he is, is Vision. Vision. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, he, who, who seems to be a top-ranking officer in a criminal syndicate called the... Crimson, Crimson Dawn. Dawn. Yeah, Crimson the Crimson Dawn. Dawn. Sounds, like sounds, something like from, sounds like something from a fantasy game. Yeah. 
yeah. Sounds like Crimson Tide. Welcome to the Crimson Dawn. Mm. Um, Roll Tide. In order to pay back their debts, mm-hmm. uh, they decide to go <laughs> on a to to instead steal uh, the same thing, but in its unrefined, ex- uh, dangerous version in Kessel, which is where which is if you. That's where Castle Run. Th- that's where he makes his famous Castle Run. Yeah, yeah. Uh, while he while they were doing this, they meet up. They meet unexpectedly with Kira again, uh, who is now apparently working as a lieutenant to Dryden, Dryden, Dryden mm-hmm. Voss. Mm-hmm. So at this point, the question is, who is she? Who yep. who is she stay loyal to? Because there's there, yeah. we see in the movie that there's clearly still a connection between Kira and Han, but her loyal. But she spent three years. Working apparently for Dryden Voss and yeah. the Crimson Dawn. When, when, she, Dawn. when when they revealed that she had like a tattoo on her uh, wrist, it's more mm-hmm. of a brand, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah it looks brand. more like a brand. Yeah. I thought it was the slave mark that they put in slaves, where it's a oh. microchip that can uh, that can kill you. Oh yeah, like in like cool. in, oh. like yeah. in, like in Tatooine. So I thought for, like she was really like her life wasn't hers to begin mm. with that's interesting that's kind of why that's kind of my perspective to why or initial perspective to mm. why but it looks like it's just a tattoo because they didn't show anything about yeah it, it yeah. seemed more like a, a, a tattoo to mark yourself as a member of the crimson or Man. i thought she was engaged or something or some weird honestly thing. it fa- kind of felt like that as yeah. well yeah. yeah yeah what did you guys think it was just say <laughs> she was just yeah, yeah. teetering yeah. towards one side or the next she for was me. definitely on yeah, the uh, yeah, lots uh, of uh, duplicity uh, happening uh, in this uh, film actually yeah. especially when she was back on board with Solo at uh, in the Falcon yeah uh, you could see yeah yes Nige we should explain <laughs> it feels how like you have they, a revelation we should explain how they how they get the Falcon so of course they needed oh, to okay. so of course they had to so, go to Castle to get the unrefined um, yeah. hyperfuel but uh, they needed a fast ship yeah they needed a fast ship and apparently they know somebody who had Lando Calrissian yep. aka yeah. Donald Glover aka Charlie. This Is America guy. <laughs> aka Charles Gambino yeah. yeah so they find him in what's the place they uh, didn't say the name of the planet. Yeah, it, was like, a, it was a CD bar on the in the frozen tundra yeah, yeah. somewhere could have been yeah. the same planet and of course mm. the interaction had to be in some gambling gambling <laughs> um, <laughs> gambling scenario where they had to play um, he Han so tried bad. to yeah, Sabak. had to Savak, Savak, Yeah, had to try to win the ship through Savak. Yeah, so in- he bluffed his way into getting into the game, <laughs> and almost succeeded. In Empire Strikes Back, uh, th- they said what happened in this film, right? Like how yeah. how how Han won the ship through mm. a card. Uh, like, what, yeah, he, he lost to Savak. Yeah, right. He lost, he, he lost it in a card game. Oh, wow. to Land of yeah. the Rosian. That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he yeah. was he was actually kind of cool. Weird accent though. You know the first time um, they they played this voice yeah. and then it's like, oh god, he does sound like the original yeah. actor. I'm like, oh my god, he really does. He really does. You know, really um, for yeah. me, yeah. It, it was only the first line. Maybe. Yeah, the first line. The first line. It was only the first line because after that kind of it, trailed off. Yeah, it became more of like really it became more of like his usual Donald Glover voice. Yeah. But then there are some instances actually where he have that little mm. deep stoic voice that Billy the Billy D. Williams yeah the D. Billy Williams had yeah. yeah man yeah. and uh, uh, connected to him was actually kind of one of my more favorite new characters yeah. in the franchise L three L three I really like L three social justice robot <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also a thing I wish they would explore more 
the concept of droids. Of I was expecting beings. her to say meatbag or something. She did say meatbag. Did she? She is the embodiment of Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah. Are, okay, what? what? Okay, Why skip you? Kathleen Let's Kennedy. Get, I'm gonna right. move on. All right. Okay. Yeah. So, L3 was I'm gonna go back to that later. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, L3. Yes, Nige. Yeah. She. So. Uh. She immediately established herself as like a. As like a droid fighting for droid rights, which is something we've never really seen before, Actually. and I thought it was really funny. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I remember there were some there were some films where they didn't allow droids in, in in certain canteens or bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now, now for the first time, I actually see a droid standing up for those <laughs> standing for a yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Very relevant to d- today. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, but I think oh. they really just overdo Franco it. Franco might disagree with like, you. I mean, like, Landa was like, anything else you need? And she goes, equal Social rights. Justice, equal rights. Equal yeah. rights. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is America. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. But yeah. She yes. was good, though. So, of course, mm. um, Han failed. Han didn't get to win. Because Landa was a cheating yeah, fuck. Yeah, he's a yeah. cheating fuck. But it's a good thing um, yeah. Kira came in and yeah. instead explained to Lando that, hey, you know, we're doing a job. And Lando and, likes Kira. And, he, and Lando yeah, admits he's actually broke in a way. He's super broke. Yeah, so <laughs> he, he gets he gets a cut and then now he yeah. helps them and brings them to the Millennium Falcon. We need better. We need to do a better soundtrack. That was the first time in the movie where the Star Wars theme actually played. Oh, really? Really? Oh, I didn't know this yeah so of course you were mentioning about how his reaction was when he first saw yeah. the man he was like oh man this yeah. one this is gonna be mine someday okay. somehow some way because it was manufactured in Corellia, where yeah. han solo's from really his dad oh. made these yeah his dad made those freighters is that really part of the lore or it, just, well, just in this it was in the movie so it's part of the lore who's now. the dad um uh, han solo's, uh, han solo's dad. dad oh yeah that's really cool. That's kind of why Hansel could operate yeah. it right away, because his dad made, made freighters yeah. like this. Oh. Although this is a customized mod freighter. Yeah, I'm still wondering how you learn to be a pilot when all the interfaces are so different. No, maybe he knows how how, how it works. Like he knows what all the switches. He's do like uh, instantly. An, yeah, it's sort of like how Ray could pilot it right away. Mm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's like uh, are, magic. Are they all actually? They all look different, but they are all actually the same. I think it's probably yeah. how. We do it when we see cars but, yeah, or but just other like more gadgets. complicated. Yeah, yeah more complicated. Yeah. I mean, like, can, this probably does this. Yeah, because I mean, yeah. I guess it's probably just like knowing which components are like In this one. Area. Yeah, like this is this portion represents this part of the component and all that. Yeah, and then this. So it's just a matter of like getting your bearings. Mm. Yeah, and then there. Anyway, I don't know why we so, discussed that. But so anyway, <laughs> moving forward. About the Falcon. Anyway, moving forward. You guys have anything else to say about the Falcon? No. Yes. No more. It's like, lore I like, stuff. No more. I like it's no, weird no. seeing it. Clean. You wanna? It's, yeah. It's you wanna list down the specifications <laughs> of the engine? Oh. <laughs> well, it's anyway. yeah. It, it was the first time I saw it clean, both outside yeah. and inside. Yeah. yeah. When yeah. I saw that the, that sleek flooring, it's like. My God, Han! What did you do all these years <laughs> that you made it into it that mess that I saw in Episode Seven? It looks on. so much nicer, Han. Why didn't you ever fix it? <laughs> yeah, you broke fuck. Yeah. So, with, with 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 the Falcon in mind, I want to talk about the actual Kessel Run in, in itself. Mm. How mm. awesome was that yeah. scene? It or 
you know, multiple scenes. I like it. Yeah. yeah. So what, what do you guys think? I, the the I, Kessel, we actually saw the Kessel Run. The infamous Kessel the Run. The infamous Kessel yeah. Run. It's cool. In under it's 12 parsecs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When, when, when I first saw the, the Purgle, was it the Purgle? Yeah. <laughs> I freaked out. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the hell is that? Yeah. And then to, to even escalate the, the matter even more, th- there was a freaking maelstrom <laughs> yeah <laughs> made Actually, of fire didn't they explore the ma- um the maelstroms in the star star wars revos clone wars not too much but i kind of understand why the purgle was chasing han solo because it feeds off uh the hyperspace fuel oh oh right yeah it's called coaxium i just heard coaxium. Coaxium. coaxium yeah wait coaxium is the unrefined form no, it's they're, it's they're both called that it's refined oh. and unrefined it's like, oh. but uh oh. i like in terms of the final scene of the the maw escaping the maw, I like how it it stuck to the kind of lore, the mini lore that you kind of ha- explain in Star Wars, especially when you have to go through hyperspace. Oh, oh okay, because okay. like okay. I thing, know where you're going with this. No, I mean like the nice thing is that in re- in in Star Wars physics, to use your hyperspace drive to go to the jump to light speed, your your uh your car can't be affected by gravity. So mm-hmm. you have to escape the gravity of the moth first before you can jump to light speed. Mm, so you can't mm-hmm. just jump into light speed. That's why, I mean, like, people could have said, oh, well, then you just jump into light speed right before that. But you have to be away from gravity. Yeah. If you're affected by gravity, your navigation computer is, is distorted. Mm, so yeah. You might smash do you, it. Do you think everywhere. that scene was a response to that light speed scene in, in episode, episode eight. 8? Which you, Franco... Hate. Have re- repeatedly said that you hate. Yes. Well, it's it's sort of like it kind of balances it out. So that's yeah. why I'm happy. I I approve of it. Mm. All right. Yeah. yeah. But to be fair, I don't. They don't really contradict each other. To be fair. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. like there wasn't gravity in episode eight. There wasn't. There wasn't like a gravity issue there. The issue was whether or not that that size ship would affect a bigger ship, right? Yeah. It's more of like, yeah. Anyways, so <laughs> now, we, we, we now that we've that, we detailed the nuances of a light speed, let's yeah. go. <laughs> We're getting into the science part of this film okay. again. Yeah, yeah. let's let's go to the what what happens after. So they they go to the was it a, was it a planet where they Severin? It's a Severin deserted yeah. where they uh, where they process the coaxium. Yeah, and we we see uh, another interaction with um, what's his name Vision. <laughs> yeah, I keep forgetting his name, man. Vision um, or yeah, no. First thing, first things first. They have it. Um, Another encounter. Yeah, they had the an encounter with Enfys Nest. Yeah, yeah. The pi- the, the marauders. marauders, the pirates, oh, yeah. who were trying to steal whatever. Who, yeah, um, who, are, who who are, have been trying to fight the, the Crimson, Crimson Dawn, Dawn mm-hmm. apparent because um, in their in their own words that they are all victims of the. Um, of the, cri- the crime crimes of the crime syndicate of mm-hmm. the, of of Crimson Dawn, um, so yeah, at that scene, I I don't know, I kind of didn't like it because I I don't know, I don't know, it just feels I I feel like it's because I don't like the th- I I don't like naive Han Solo, mm-hmm. so like watching him be, I don't know, Ding. like you know falling like. Uh, like his naivety, you see, you're seeing his naivete and like his non-world weary 
hardened outlaw persona that we're so mm. used to. So we're mm-hmm. we're seeing like the the like the pure good boy, mm-hmm. it, the good guy deep down, the good guy deep down that that he he's apparently always been the good guy. I don't know. It just felt it felt weirdly unrealistic because I don't know. It just felt mm-hmm. like it just feels really really dumb <laughs> to throw in his lot with Enfys Nest. Yeah. And draw the ire of the Crimson Dawn for no I don't know for not really a good reason. Yeah, I like how like she just opens her helmet and they say, "Oh, it's a girl." And then they're friends now. It's more like a really young girl. Yeah, it's yeah. just a kid and they're friends now. Yeah. Let's have a drink. Mm. <laughs> I need like, a drink. They were about to kill each other and then they just have a drink. Like uh, because like I don't know why she just didn't kill them because as far as she knows they're all just they're all just people who work for the Crimson Dawn. They're basically Crimson Dawn. That's right. So yeah, yeah. why isn't she gonna kill why doesn't she just like kill them? She just why began, she she trust began them? trusting them yeah. all of a sudden. Yeah, it just felt yeah. weird. It, yeah. It's the Disney friendship. Mm. Right. Yeah. Friendship is magic. Exactly. Okay. No, that's a different franchise, never mind. Mm. It's not yet Disney. Okay. So <laughs> Oh my god. So let's focus one last time on the relationship. Because this this is where that that this comes in the relationship between Han Solo and his mentor um, Tobias Beckett Tobias Beckett we see Tobias Beckett seemingly not not interested in any of that and wants to go to Tatooine yeah. so how do you guys judge that how do you guys judge um, uh, you know that that particular scene where he he tells Han I'm not interested in that but Han Han you know yeah Han wants. Han wants to do the right thing, which is weird. Which weird for you? Weird for me also. You it, know, it honestly, feels like you know what Tobias said is something Han would have done, like yeah. the Han that we know in the past film. Yeah, the smart yeah. move. Yeah, it makes a smart move. So, yeah. I don't know. It, it just like he, we haven't really seen it anywhere else in the movie. Yeah, mm, yeah. I mean, other than did, Kira, maybe. did Han eventually th- look back in that moment and thought that hey, I could use this as something to get myself? Away. You know, you know, I I feel like we could juxtapose that scene with A New Hope, mm-hmm. where in A New Hope you see that you know in the la- last part you can see uh, Han says like you know I don't want anything to do with the rebellion. I'm just leaving. I'm getting out of here. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. But then we see that in the end it's a di- it's a direct contradiction to what mm. um, Beckett did he mm. in uh, what Beckett did he betrayed them. Yeah. But what Han did he came back to save them, yeah. mm-hmm. to save them and you know mm. help help them defeat. Yeah, you yeah. Know, yeah. I was I was expecting I was expecting Beckett to like be a triple spy, be a triple agent. Oh, I, like, like I actually I was, thought he was still in the plan. Like, yeah, I thought it felt like and he was still in on it. Yeah, especially when it was revealed that yeah. it was actually n- the actual plan. Yeah, <laughs> like the actual thing was there in that room, mm. and then you know he just started shooting people, and then he took Chewie along, and then yeah. thought like, oh, okay, so he probably wasn't when they in on it. Yeah. yeah, and with the with the the vision dying, I thought like Beckett's <laughs> debt would be gone. So why does he still need that much money? Why does he still in need of that much money? He's greedy. Yeah, well, he's a, like yeah. any smuggler. He's, he's a greedy. smuggler. Yeah, or, I mean like, come on, come on, you, do, sixty do, million do, credits. Do, he was willing need. to just give it all away to for to spare his life, and then he's just taking it all back because now he doesn't need to spare his. He, he now he has now he's the one with all the power. Yeah, given so he, that he'll take the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why would he not take the money though? I thought he'd be like he'd he'd uh, still hang out with the 
with Han Solo and they just do stuff together. <laughs> That's so <Nah>. romantic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah. Yeah, because they have so much money now. Yeah. Mm. It kind of feels like he's like the sort of mentor the protagonist has to teach us all the the ways of the world, but not all the way, if you know what I mean. Yeah, like Han learned a lot of things from him, yeah, but, but you know, it didn't like change his worldview on like not his, just like his fundamental goodness. Yeah, his beliefs and all that. Like, mm-hmm. well, at least that it shows how he eventually built up to be the Han Solo that yeah. we know. That's true. I, I I like how it left. Although he developed in this movie, mm. I liked how they left room for him to grow. Mm. That's gonna be present in four, five, and six. Yeah. So I like that they put that extra nuance in the in the film. Mm-hmm. But I want to skip ahead because I'm getting sleepy. Let's talk about Darth Maul. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> can I just say? Can oh. I just say that? Okay. Yeah. So of course, um, Kira, of course, kills. Kills. Kills Vision. Okay. Kills yeah. boss. Kills boss. And then, you know, he apparently he has Inst- a ring. Instead that- yeah, instead of uh leaving with Han Solo, she decides to take up to the- take Voss's position for herself. Yeah, so she gets a ring and then apparently there's a console on the desk that allows it's a direct line to direct our, line to, to the leader of the, the, the leader of the Crimson Dawn, which oh my god, when the reveal happens like oh my god, of course, Crimson Dawn. Red. Yeah, red. Yep. Yep. Darth Maul. And I just gotta say that I was expecting this film to be the very first Star Wars film without any form of lightsaber being shown. <laughs> Until finally, yeah, okay, it's like, Darth Maul's like, okay, come to Dathomir. And then, you know, he just, like, force oh. force grabs his lightsaber and then just turns it on for some no, for no reason. And then turns it off. I'm like... Okay, well, it, it I was, was expecting no lightsabers at this film. No, the oh. director uh, explained that they actually it was a reshoot. They wanted yeah. Darth Maul to huh? look more menacing, so they got him to, to get... like force grab his lightsaber. They felt like it wasn't Maul enough, and they really had to show the double so, lightsaber. So they're like, okay, psh, okay, come to Dathomir. I need, yeah. I need, uh, hey, no, we that, need that, to cl- work close together and close. What? That sounds a lot w- more worse than my theory. Because what? if you notice, because I, I watched it two times, right? So in the second time, I I noticed this this little detail when um after Kira sends away Han, or actually uh, at that point when Kira sends away Han, she was looking back at the table, a table that uh, had yeah crystals on it. Yeah. I was thinking if maybe they were kyber crystals. There actually, was, there was a Sith holocron inside as well. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I was thinking maybe more maybe showing the lightsaber meant that. Maybe Maul wanted them to smuggle more kyber crystals, mm. which would have made a lot more sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although it was still pretty vague. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. I mean, I, I had to watch it twice to you know yeah. to, to, to to even yeah. think about it. To to bring up everyone up to speed, I'll try my best to explain to everyone how Maul is still alive. If you've only watched the films, okay. So Maul, quote unquote, dies in yeah. Episode One, right? Yeah. His he's cut in half, but through. The Force through channeling his hatred for <laughs> Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> Obi Wan. He, he he remains alive. Uh, gets uh smuggled. Uh, he finds a way to a trash compartment. Goes into a trash area, trash world. He he gets robotic legs, and then later on his uh his brother, uh Savage uh Opress. Savage Opress 
uh, is recruited by Count Dooku. And then Savage uh, goes rogue. He goes back to his homeworld, Dathomir, where Mother Talzin, uh, his mother and Darth Maul's mother uh, connect. And then Mother Talzin brings Savage to the trash world where Maul is in. Savage brings Maul to Mother Talzin. Uh, Mother Talzin, in a way, revives the the mental health of Darth Maul because he was stranded for so long. Then Darth Maul and Savage they grow a criminal empire, where they start. Uh, they join Death Watch, which is a rogue uh, Mandalorian Mandalorian terrorist group. They they connect the Pikes. They connect the Black Suns. Uh, the Black Suns, and then they sort of form an alliance together in in order to take back Mandalore. Yeah. And then this is sort of like the aftermath of Darth Maul using his uh, underground connections. Mm-hmm. Just, to cl- just to clarify, this is in Star Wars Clone Wars, right? Clone yeah. Wars and then featured a bit in Re- Rebel. No, mostly Clone Wars. Mostly, mostly Clone, Clone Wars. Wars. Right. But it's a good arc. Yeah. He was in like one season in Rebels, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But uh, One season or... Two? Yeah, one season. The last well, season. The second to last second, season? Second season. Although, it's weird because uh, Maul... Maul... When Maul is introduced in Rebels, he's just sort of like a, stranded on an island again. So, <laughs> we'll probably see... that If they're going to do a Maul feature, they're going to see the demise of Maul after as a crime lord. Yeah, probably. So, yeah, that's Darth Maul right now. Mm. Although, his legs are uh, look very human. Yeah, because no, those say. are the cybernetic legs no, that he had in the Rebels. Yeah. So it was during that time already, actually. That's true. It yeah. was also nice, a, a nice touch how they made him have the same lightsaber that he had in, in, in Rebels. Rebels. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he still had to flash it. Because <laughs> yeah. it's not menacing enough. And mm. yeah. Yeah. I I also liked how they got still got the same actor Ray Parks. Yeah, yeah. and the voice actor yeah. from the um the Rebels. series from yeah. Rebels. Yeah. So anyway, let's get uh to this subject. Um, Han Solo for many people is a uh, uh is one of the most famous characters in Star Wars. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. uh, maybe even at par with Darth Vader on his best day. Um, did you guys think that this whole journey? Of 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 Han, you know, did, did, did it seem? I don't know. Oh, I didn't need to know any of this. This movie is unnecessary. Really? Actually, yeah. Okay. It, it just it. Yeah. I I could see how they're trying to build it up into more films about Solo, cause this is just like a little, a little bit of what Han Solo, it was, was building up to what he was becoming. So. Yeah. I I after watching that film, I was thinking, oh, are they try, gonna try to make more films out of this just yeah. to see how it builds up? But I then, mean, of course, w- would so, I really want to watch it? So basically, what we're saying is, why would we be interested in this character who isn't even the character yeah. that we love yet? Mm-hmm. Yeah, not okay. not the, the, way, the character. Okay. We love. The way I see it from a business perspective, <laughs> like because oh, uh, imagine if they get it right. If so, let's say Solo was a success, everyone loved it. They could have spun it off into Solo's adventures. I imagine it like Pirates of the Caribbean, where it's really just Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp carrying it. If Aiden, uh, German last name, could do it, <laughs> Aiden Ehrenreich. Yeah, if Aiden Ehrenreich could like pull it off, mm-hmm. like he'd he'd have like 
Solo's adventures, they travel around the galaxy. Everyone would like his that character. That sounds like a nice animated series that'll come to Disney in the mm. coming yeah. years. But if it was as <laughs> they wanted it to be as big as Pirates of the Caribbean, which is also a Disney property. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, they shouldn't have done it with an established character. Mm-hmm. If they if they wanted to actually do it, they, need, they should have done it with an original character because there's mm-hmm. too much baggage with Han Solo. There's too True. much baggage for it, for an origin story to do well if people weren't yeah. interested in it. Right. But my opinion mm-hmm. is they we already got Hans young Han Solo in episode four, so we don't need a younger version. You know how you know what what you know what could have worked if you know if they kept the Rogue One people alive, they would have had so many sequels with them. Because they could just do whatever now. Yeah. It works that they all died. That's probably better. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Rogue One was good. I like Rogue One. Yeah, Rogue One. But like, I would have watched, I would have watched more sequels with that crew yeah. rather than Han Solo and Chewie, Chew- Chew- to be honest. All right. So mm-hmm. speaking of Rogue One, what 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 do you guys think their over their overall plan is for the the Star Wars one offs? Uh, I I mean I mean We're, first we have Rogue we, One and then we have. We, we have Solo. I mean, looking into the future, into the, this whole, mm. you know, uh, Solo, roadmap like, uh, yeah. roadmap, like wh- what's their deal? <laughs> We're still waiting <laughs> like, for that Kenobi, Kenobi film, Disney. Well, I'm, I'm kind of curious. Like, with Rogue One, the reason why it was a success is because other people wanted to know how they got the Death Star plans. I don't think. No, I don't think no. so. Well, I mean, I wanted to know you how know, they got to it You know, to be honest, I... Um, they tried to bring a list actors to cap to get get the audience's eyes. Well, I don't it's think, I don't think a list actors. But, but it's more well, of like, more of like very well known actors during that actors. time. Mm. <laughs> I mean, of course, you in Rogue One you had Felicity Jones. I mean, mm. she yeah. kind of popped up as an Oscar. Was did you win? No, no nominee yeah. there. So but, I mean, the way I think think I'm thinking is like Rogue One filled the gap in the lore. So, what, what gaps are are missing? I mean, like you know, that's kind of why I'm against a Kenobi film because we already know what his life was. No, I, I, I w- like we. Well, what about that span, in between well, when he was on Tatooine? He was just a hermit. Or so you but think. don't you want to see or you so want you McGregor think, okay, be a hermit? I don't want to see him no. be a hermit. Th- or so a you really think? I mean, there are others like you know how Darth Vader was in like in between three and four. You've seen. Some like snippets of the comics, right? Yeah, yeah. He I was... mean, of course, Obi Wan would have done something in that. that yeah, that. There's, Maybe... a, there's a really good book about Obi Wan's. He, he about Obi Wan when he was on Tatooine. Granted, I haven't finished the Maybe... book yet, but but it, it's 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 it, it. My point is, he did a lot more than just yeah. you know watch Luke I... and watch the binary sunset. I, I, the one thing though, I'd like to know more about Kenobi is. How he got to Tatooine. What he did before, right after the Clone Wars, into Tatooine. Oh, so him getting the kid, the Luke Skywalker, to Uncle Owen. No, yeah, after that. Like, like how he, stories of him surviving Order mm. 66. I guess. I, I'm yeah. sure there will be one point where some, like, one of those surviving Jedis would have, like, found him what, or something. What, what's the, like, uh, what's, wait, oh, sorry. You're gonna do the entire premise I don't want lore, lore gaps to be filled I want original original interesting stories set in the Star Wars universe I don't need it to fill gaps in the lore I just need original stories here's my take on it I think that they're approaching this like it's a TV series yeah mm-hmm. I think that because in TV series you can do whatever you want yeah like 
uh, for the Flash now. I think it was a good idea for them to make it into a TV series because they can have all these mm-hmm. different Flash villains, all these uh, you know characters. Same yeah. with probably Game of Thrones mm-hmm. and you know uh, other television series with lots of lore. Yeah. Um, but with uh, Star Wars. Um, it's good that they have TV's uh, animated uh, television series like Rogue, uh, sorry, not Rogue, Rebels, uh, Rebels, Rebels, and Clone Wars. Clone Wars. But when they when they announce the Star Wars one-offs, the what what's, what's the official Pathology. name for it? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I I think that they were approaching it as if it was a TV series. What what are the gaps that we can plug in with this movie and with that movie, even if the gap is this small? If is even if yeah. the gap is infinitesimal, the gap is very Rogue small one. for Solo. Yeah, mm-hmm. th- that's Rogue One and Mogul more, more yeah, so I, than Solo. I, I think that's how they were looking. I, I think that was their perspective. Yeah, because like I'm thinking, honestly, both of these films feel like feel like experiments. Rogue One is an experiment in getting an un- unknown characters fill in a tiny piece of the lore and see where they run with it. Uh, Solo is an experiment to see whether people would be interested in seeing backstories. Um, Depending, so far it seems like people like the Rogue One approach more than the Solo approach. I don't think we're going to be seeing more backstories anytime soon. Sorry. No, what could they? No, they announced already they're going to do a Kenobi and a Boba Fett one, right? They already announced? Or I think it's just the rumors. rumors. They're just rumors. rumors. Rumors are just rumors. Swirling hard. Yeah, but there's no official concrete. What what we do know, and I think you guys will like it. Is that w- there's an upcoming trilogy? The one with Rian Johnson, yeah, who, dire- new who directed Granted, the directed infamous by, yes, eight, episode yes. eight. I mean, okay, he said that it's not going to be related to Skywalkers. Oh, That's good. Yeah. Um. Well, it's not. Sadly, I was hoping it would be set in the old Republic oh, era, which would I cool. would love to yeah. see mm. yeah. happen. I mean, I think it would work better as a series yeah. rather than yeah. um, like a like. Like a trilogy. You kind of know the ending of how it got. No, they could have. They could yeah. use original characters. There's, there's so much time there that we don't actually know the endings to. Yeah. Yeah, but like, the, the I mean, like this is sort of why I don't like Dar- the Darth Maul appearance because we know he dies to Kenobi at the end of mm, Rebels. That's true. I kind of don't journey. like. Yeah, yeah, I don't like because at the end the light side wins. With the with the if they show something in the old republic, because eventually Palpatine gets gets yeah, control. Dark the dark side wins a lot. Yeah, the but then like but then it, it switched back to the light. I want something probably before after. I uh after after. <laughs> That's actually an interesting question. What do you guys want a movie of in Star Wars? Uh, I know I said I don't like backstory, but it's not really backstory. I want the Boba Fett story about him after the Sarlacc pit. You I, just said you didn't want any backstory. That's not a backstory. That's future shit. <laughs> Whatever. So, do you think that you'd want to see him with a Yuzhan Vong? Actually, um, not not necessarily. Um, maybe a Yuzhan Vong like more Mandalorian stories. Yeah, actually, mm. I love uh, uh, out of all of the races in uh, in the Star Wars universe, Mandalorians mm-hmm. are the most interesting because yeah. they're like they're the best bounty hunters in the whole universe Some they're the most human like mm. most they're human the most like. Mm. what if America was a country Jesus like... Christ no it's, I felt it was more like if, what if Batman was many people yeah, what, <laughs> what if, if Batman what was if a entire, population what if the entire uh, race of people were also Batman yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean that's what I mean just those snippets in the Clone Wars show how really awesome these people are yeah and of course the, a huge part of it was in like the 
older public era, mm, yeah. especially with one of them mm-hmm. eventually becoming one of the most mm. revered um, force users of all time. Mm. Another interesting thing, yeah, pers- uh, an empire movie, a movie from the perspective hmm? of an yeah. imperial soldier. I love mm, very polit- oh. sounds like a very political. A good one would be. I love uh, those movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's the one with the? I'm trying to remember, the one with the the girl and the guy, the love story. Mm-hmm. The what? What? What's that? <laughs> so so I mean, I would, Star Wars actually never works as a love story, yeah. except if it's Han and Leia. Even then, yeah, even then, it's barely a love story. Yeah, I mean, I... Lost Stars by Claudia Gray. Never read it. What's it about? What's it about? Uh, it's, it's, a, it's about uh, two people who came from a, a poor... From a poor planet who joined the Empire. Mm-hmm. The, when the Empire was just forming. So you see perspective of them growing up. And then uh, how they were affected by... The that start dying, how the rebels destroyed a lot of their friends, things like that. From it spans from four, five, six, and the start of seven, where you see the the, the ending of uh the battle of Jakku crashing down the Imperial Star Destroyer. Ah. So it's a really it's a really good story from the perspective of the uh-huh. Empire, and I really like that idea because I think the, it'd be nice yeah, from a different perspective. Also, it, it would be so, so, sorry. Go, go um, and uh, I I think it, actually um it would be. A really nice idea to to give, um, you know, a, a good love story in Star Wars at least. Mm, yeah. yeah. I mean, Anakin and Padme. Anakin and Padme was just a disaster. It's weird. I don't like yeah. sand. I don't like I don't you, like Anakin. Sand. It's coarse. It's coarse and rough. Right. It gets all over your. It's all over my hair. Yeah. I if there's one thing I'd want to explore, probably I I wouldn't say um I wouldn't want this movie, it's just like a series. Like I really want to explore how um, the Jedi, rep- the Jedi Order was back in the old. Ah. Like I, I really like the older public. Mm-hmm. Okay? So I want to see how they were back then, because I'm sure there have been some shady things oh. that could go under. So many. Yeah, <laughs> and then I'd want to see how they compare to the um, Sith Empire. Mm, yeah. Like what? Like, I mean, of course, Sith Empire seems like an absolute yeah. thing, but I. I think there might be some stuff there that they could explore. Mm. So mm, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I've always envisioned that there would always be like this um secret um sect in the Jedi order where they actually use a lot of the dark side mm. uh, and then they actually attempt like assass- like they're like an assassin's guild of sorts within the the uh, and a, then of course they would have to do like some political agenda um, stuff mm. in relation to political agenda just, just so that they could quote unquote hold the peace mm, of yeah. the people. I just had a cool idea. What Indiana Jones, but what? in Star Wars. So, I'm solo. so let's it, talk it, about Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> <laughs> so these that give you emergency boy, powers. Boy, Shut up, man. <laughs> It's basically just them hunting down holocrons, I guess. <laughs> or, or the younglings, or they can do one with a uh, Tad and Bink. What? Wait, what? Tad and Bink is a Star Wars comics where they feature two Imperial officers who just like stumble into situations 
and then they're the reasons they they explain the loopholes within episodes four, five, and six. What? <laughs> Wait, what's the name? What's the name? What is this? So what's comedy the name? series? Tag and Bink. It's a comedy. Oh, I thought you said Pad yeah. and Pad I would and watch Bink. Comedy set in Star yeah, Wars. It's it's really I a comedy. Be. Oh, that's actually a good idea. I would watch a comedy set in Star Wars, and that 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 is a pretty good <laughs> that yeah, is yeah. a pretty good premise good for it. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, so I mean, I'll like the the first part is they're actually uh, rebel rebel officers in the Tantive Four, mm-hmm. and then they get invaded by the Empire, right? Mm-hmm. And, they and then they get stormtrooper outfits, <laughs> and then they get the pilot outfit, and then they escape from the Death Star. And you know how the Millennium Falcons going to the Death Star? They see a Tie Fighter coming mm-hmm. out. Was well, like, why is a lone Tie Fighter trying to escape? And then it's actually Tag and Bink. They're trying to leave. The Death Star. <laughs> it's just like a, a nice YouTube um, shorts series. Yeah. It's like yeah. a body cop thing, but mm. but <laughs> incompetence. <laughs> yeah, in Star Wars, that's actually pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then yeah, they're, they're, check it out. There's lots of uh, funny lore. We went deep, man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, what? I mean, going back, what do you guys think of Solo? Yeah. What are your personal, like, what did you actually think of the movie? Mm, honestly, uh, well, I didn't necessarily want to see this movie. It was very well done. Like the product, mm. the it's very technically good. Like I really like Alden Ehrenreich as Han Solo. He's mm-hmm. he he's he's charismatic. He's um he's he's likable. He's really likable mm-hmm. as Han Solo. Only problem is because Harrison Ford was so iconic as Han Solo. And it's, it's and the performances are so close together. Mm-hmm. It it he overshadows his performance by a lot, especially because I could really tell he seemed like he was just doing an impression of Han Solo being mm-hmm. done by Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. So honestly, um, and uh, all the other characters are really are really well done. I really liked everyone in the film. There wasn't really anyone that felt extraneous or annoying or you know just weird. Um, so like honestly, I kind of, I kind of, I like it. I just di- don't think it should be. Th- I, I don't think I, I wouldn't mind if it wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Actually, um, at first I really thought I wouldn't end up watching this film, mm. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, I do. mean, it, well, <laughs> I guess it's I. It's like one of those popcorn films. Like mm, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, you just yeah. you you came in and like oh wow, this is a nice film. I really it's liked it, but time. then. Mm. You know, it's not memorable. Yeah, I wouldn't really want to like go back to it. But yeah, as what you said, um, has um, a bunch of um actors who did their best to um embody what the characters that we know are uh know in the the yeah. universe were before. But I mean, it does introduce like. At least it shows, uh, new di- like a sort of new dynamic in how they were. Like, mm, yeah, I guess. Yeah, like it, it built up, and of course there were there were those slew of new characters. Yeah, that kind of you know helped define who they mm, were, mm-hmm. and so, a, a lot of them were a bunch of interesting characters, even though yeah. most of them just died. Mm. Yeah. yeah, but you know, all right, R.I.P. L. Three. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I wasn't, I was kind of excited about it but like eh, I was kind of disappointed about really the plot I, I wasn't so yeah, I mean like the plot isn't 
too. I mean, sort of like Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. But the highlight of the movie wasn't the heist. It was just the cameo at the end. And what can? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Of course, because every Star Wars film needs to have a lightsaber yeah, in it. I mean, like it's just, it wasn't that nice. Not enough stakes. Yeah, not enough stakes. We already knew about.